Hey guys, welcome to the Free Pizza Podcast. This is your host, Daniel White. Today's guest is Griffin Davis, a visual artist. Enjoy. your platform for creatives and today is great like other all other days we have the griffin hart davis in here how you doing i'm good i'm uh appreciative yes i'm feeling lucky <laughs> to be on free pizza <laughs> it's, it's cool because i'm hungry yeah yes there's no pizza i'm sorry but you're going to a dinner i was soon. gonna bring pizza oh, <laughs> oh bring should pizza. Have. so it's your fault we're not eating okay. i know man I okay know. <laughs> But yeah, Jacob showed me your stuff forever ago, and I've just been super impressed by it. So I'm super stoked you were able to come. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so I'll give the platform to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell us, um, give us a little background about what you do and everything. So I am, uh, my background is, uh, in my degree, uh, when I went to Brevard back in 2004, 2005, Brevard College, was fine art. Um, and uh, so I studied painting. Um, oh, wow. And painting was my first kind of love, and I grew up painting and playing music. And um, uh, I knew I had I knew I had to decide between one or two, one of the two. So when I went to Brevard, I experimented with both. Knew I had some time to kind of play with both, um, and kind of started leaning towards music. Okay. And my um, my uh, professor, my my painting professor, her name was Joe Pumphrey. She, um, I think she thought I was a little too methodical for I, I was really into abstract painting so I was looking oh, yeah. into Mark Rothko and uh, Duchamp and and I was just really into the Dada movement and um, that whole kind of revolution that kind of blew my mind but I wasn't able to really I, I wanted to control everything I had too much of a control um, aspect about me Mm-hmm. So she, my advisor, his name was actually Bill Byers, her husband, Joe Pumphrey's husband, and he um, he was the photography professor. Okay. It's a liberal arts college, Brevard. Okay. And so it's a very small college. I went to an extremely small high school. My graduating class was 17. What? Stupid small. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. And uh, <laughs> so you're talking about sheltered. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, 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 so going to Brevard, it was uh, a big experience. However, the the, the students there it was, it was uh, seven hundred. Okay, seven hundred. And the entire yeah, it was extremely <laughs> small. Uh, liberal arts college. So these programs, the photography and, and, and painting programs. I mean, you know, they're going to hear this and they're be like, "We're not lacking funding." They were totally lacking funding. They had not <laughs> moved into like they were starting to kind of like incorporate some digital. Well, any other like SCAD or RCC where I ended up going later, um, they had already started kind of really diving in and, and, and making sure they had the assets in place to educate photographers. Um, but uh, back to what I was saying, my, my painting professor recognized, I, th- I think she recognized, she never said this out loud, she, she kind of like nudged me like, hey, you should go check out the photography department. <laughs> so I went and talked to my advisor and he was like, yeah, you know, let's, let's, let's see what you got and take some classes. And it was 
it was just love. It was just like solid love. Wow. And I literally dropped painting within two years of, um, yeah, it was just, uh, and some people were like, you know, do you still paint? Um, no, I don't still paint. Do you still play music? Um, no, <sighs> don't play. I kind of recognized that there was this opportunity and I had to, it was like, Hey, I had three capacitors going at, at once, you know, and they were all drawing energy from a central, uh, source. But uh, what if I gave all the energy to one capacitor? You know, I'd mm-hmm. be able to have that output that I really, really wanted to make sure that I succeeded and created something of consequence. So, uh, you know, that, that's, that's been uh, my passion ever since. I, I, I left, I didn't finish Brevard. I left in 2005, okay. or 2006, something like that. And uh, came back here, got some core stuff out of the way, and then ended up going to RCC, which is Randolph Community College. Awesome. And Randolph Community College is just uh, there's not enough to be said about it. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a hidden gem. I don't I think it's not as hidden as it used to be. But in terms of creating strong photographers, making sure they understand uh, not only the technical aspects but the the, the true essence of light and how to control light um they have four different degrees and one of those is commercial and that's what i ended up taking Mm -hmm. and uh things just kind of blossomed at this point where you know we were being given these assignments and i um found myself trying to take them a little bit further and then all of a sudden starting to do personal projects and uh from there my passion all of a sudden this abstract art that i'd been trying to achieve for so long in painting was coming to fruition uh, through um, uh, conceptualizing ideas or stories and then um, seeing those stories through. But, you know, some of them don't have any meaning at all, but, you know, um, or to other people at least, except, except for me. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that was kind of my kicking off that point. Your, and it's been, a, it's been a love ever, ever since. since. Yeah. And I can even see that in your work. I mean, it's, 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 it's wonderful. That's Thanks. really cool. But so you really got your start in photography in college yes uh no well yeah i got my start in photography in um 2005 okay so that's when you brought that was in Brevard. that was the first time you touched the camera um so my dad kind of brought me up around cameras gotcha okay um my dad has a background in um i would say he's the creative side of the family Mm -hmm. and his mom as well who i never got to meet but um you know she would do these like porcelain paintings you know we have all these like beautiful porcelain paintings i think we're we're really in back in like the 50s and 60s you know these really beautiful porcelain paintings yeah and you look at these things and uh uh, i think it was kind of like a standard thing that a lot of women did um and they believed in themselves to a degree that it was just like they were creating amazing artwork and but they didn't regard it as maybe amazing artwork yeah and I have some stuff of hers that I mean it should be in a museum. It's like absolutely beautiful. And it's the same with my wife's mother. I mean, she is she's a painter at heart. It's something weird during that time period with women in porcelain. I don't know, but um, I, I find that really interesting looking at her and then looking at my father, who was more into uh, he he kind of grew up in a, a construction. Um, his father was my grandfather. He was owned a construction company. And my dad got into laying brick and laying rock, oh, yeah, and yeah. Um, and kind of fell in love with the design aspect. So I grew around, grew up around all these blueprints all over the tables, you know, in, in my home. And so it was very angular and very, um, very Picasso, very you know Dada, you right. know. So it was very, 
it was an easy transition, like looking at this stuff and kind of geeking out of it. You know, it's very, in a way, monochromatic, but it was just blue. You know, it's just like this blue artwork spread out across the kitchen table of all these angles and like little numbers and <laughs> how beautiful that was. Yeah. And then seeing that kind of transfer and like people like uh, Robert Rauschenberg and uh, these amazing artists that kind of incorporate some of that utility aspect of artwork into abstract yeah. art. Um, so. Um, yeah, and it, he had cameras all the time also, just kind of goofing around. around and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I hated it at that point. Like, please turn off the camera, Dad. <laughs> I mean, I literally, I never picked up, it didn't happen until, yeah, until college. So That's crazy. So I bet, looking back, so your dad's probably super stoked. Yeah, he's, he, he, uh, he's, he's now doing more, he's, he's also kind of gone more into this kind of fine art realm. Right. Where at one point he was building these big houses and now he's doing like historical restoration and like that's cool. and and he's doing these like really abstract designs in terms of rock work and people are like, you know, why is my patio not done? And he's like, well, I've got this beautiful pattern in my head and I'm trying to make this, you know. And yeah. so he's, he's an artist at heart and um, uh, mixing that artistic and, and utilitarian for people that are paying for something is not easy. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. It, that kind of bleeds over the same way in com to commercial photography. Right. So I kind of look like I'm split in terms of a lot of what I do. And I turn off and turn on certain aspects of my training um, depending on what I'm photographing or, um, uh, you know, if, if, if it's video, the same, same, same kind of thing. You know, you're either working for somebody or you're working from inside out. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're conceiving somebody else's, you're making somebody else's dream a reality or are their own. thoughts or you're making your own. Yeah. That's awesome. That's well, definitely well, well said. Um, I want to jump back to RCC, but yeah. I think a lot of our um, interviewees have been either they're still there or they went there. So oh, how yeah. was it for you back in 05 or 06? It was good. It was really good. I, um, <clears throat> I fell in love with it. I kind of felt like I found my stride there mm -hmm. where I kind of found, I, I wouldn't say I felt like I really had a, a, a true direction until that school. And it wasn't necessarily that there was some, there was great leadership. Yeah. And I think there still is great leadership. And I just got done giving a, a talk to some students there yesterday. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And that was great. And um, the leadership has changed since then. They've done a complete remodel. But um, the, the things that you learn there, I mean, I think that there's, 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 there's this, I think there's an issue right now that has to be addressed that some of the organic aspects of the art form are kind of disappearing, mm -hmm. which is understandable. I mean, it's a digital world and I'm a digital girl or a digital guy. <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, film, you see film disappearing. Now they still study film there. I've learned when I was there, you know, film was a really big part and that was only, that was only seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Right, that was 2008, 2009. So yeah, about 10 years ago. And so um, I, 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 learning film is, is, uh, is something you just, you, you end up kind of connecting and you're able to slow down and, mm -hmm. and it's not this immediate gratification aspect. And you're kind of learning a little bit more about how to see light instead of test light. Mm -hmm. You know, you're kind of able to come in and look at this environment where we're having this interview now and say like, you know, the lighting on Jacob over here, man, it's, 
that's pretty nice like it's really great you know, if you turned a little bit this way and I were to throw up a scrim over here and put a little backlight in like this could be a really nice portrait right here you know you on the other hand I'd probably I'd, I'd rather you be in this you know so there's yeah. understanding light from not a let me test it out and then come back to it but actually just kind of seeing and allowing your eye to do the work and also to learn the technical aspects that um it just makes it too easy, I think. I think digital makes it really, really easy for people. And yeah. that's why you have a lot of photographers out there today. And that's great. It's going to encourage the craft. I think that the craft is going to grow. I think it's going to take different avenues. And I, I, So I'm not opposed to that. Um, but I do think people should, you know, if you're interested in it, you should invest in it. You should invest in the art form. I mean, the art form itself is only, let's look at it this way. Like, I, I've told people this before. You know, majority of the art forms out there you know that you you could compare photography to dance. You could compare photography to, yeah. um, you know, it's a it's an art form, painting. But painting and dance and music, those are art forms that have been around since recorded history. Yeah, photography has been around for what two hundred, three hundred years it's somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah, so it's a very new art form that came around about the same time as the Industrial Revolution. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden there was a utility for it. It wasn't simply for, it wasn't simply for love or for 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 expression. Yeah. you know, or for you know even mating. You know, and <laughs> early art forms, you know, yeah. really early art forms yeah. that are still primitive art forms. Yeah, very true. And um, so I think a lot of business has been kind of, it's it's very distracting. And I think a lot of people nowadays that are getting into photography, they look at it from this perspective. Like, I can't, and I did too. I can't wait to be shooting uh, whatever, uh, National Geographic, or I can't yeah. wait to be shooting, you know, that then I've re reached the top. I can't wait to be shooting models on a runway carpet or whatever you know um and yeah you know there's a lot of glitz and glamour there um but i think that is uh that's a cage to a degree uh or at least just for me i mean i can't speak to other people but i think if we were to look at it a little bit more as an exploration of our internal uh compass and and, and where we are as a society and how it can be utilized to progress society in a in a, in a healthy manner than, um, or just stop and make people think, you know, yeah. it doesn't even have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be anything really encouraging. It could just be something that kind of throws them out of their element. And that's kind of what I like to do, you know, mm -hmm. um, or just creating stories or finding something you're interested in instead of, you know, kind of this working for the man sort of situation. Um, I think that's, I think I wish that was a little bit more encouraged nowadays right. instead of there being this like all on high, you know, shooting models and yeah you know i definitely agree with that you know what i mean yeah um i hope that i think that kind of makes no that yeah, definitely right. did i didn't this you know that's kind of the it's very important what you said is you know it's more than just snapping a photo you know it's more than you know trying to make it big and famous and doing whatever it's just there's a process yeah and it's just something that a lot of people kind of miss going into it you know right so. and you need to you need to you know and it 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 I said this to this class yesterday, same thing. I went up to um, my one of my internships at school was at the Smithsonian. And so I had this very grandiose idea of what I was going to experience. And it was right when Obama got inaugurated. And it was like, oh, yeah. it was like man, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, it was, the, the, the world was, there was full of, full of wonder and hope. And I uh, went up there and I thought it was going to be this like amazing studio with these amazing lights and amazing and they did have like really great equipment. I was working with some really nice equipment. 
but it was in the basement, man. It was like three stories down. It was like, it was like under the earth. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there like, oh, it's like, oh federal funding, okay. you know, <laughs> rock and roll. And uh, yeah, so that was that was uh, eye opening. But one one thing that happened, there was a lot of downtime. And these guys were great. I mean, they were awesome. They were, um, you know, I would say they were old timers that just. You know, they'd been in the business for a long time since the 80s, and they'd seen the transition of film to digital, and you know, uh, we're trying to keep up. But they were. Um, I was. I, I, every internship I had, if there was downtime, it was time for me to kind of explore something, and this was where the personal projects kind of started. Yes, cool. And um, um, that 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 I think are food for the soul, um, and I can talk about that in a minute. But definitely, agree. I was. Um, I had this project that I was doing. And I was like, I, I call it dissecting fruit, but I was I was taking certain types of well, it's fruit and vegetables, and I was finding ways to cut fruit and vegetables in these really like thin manners, and then and and then hang the fruit or like uh, have the fruit, and I'd let it dry. And when you let fruit dry and you shoot it with a macro lens, all of a sudden you start seeing all the pores and mm-hmm. all the. Uh, uh, it, it dries out and so like say like a lemon or a lime or an orange man like the rind turns into this really bizarre landscape it's just it's oh, unbelievably wow. gorgeous and I was shining light through it to where you could see all the the capsules of fluid kind of like drying out and turning into these it was gorgeous and um, I remember one of the guys coming up to me that worked there like it was rich or somebody and he he walked up and he's like oh man personal projects I remember that day when I was excited. Oh. And he was like, you know, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it, it ended up being something like, you know, that'll fade. And, really? Uh, he said that? Well, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's really easy for something to turn into a job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really easy for something that you love to turn into a job. The second that business enters into it and like money enters into yeah. it, all of a sudden it's not. I worked for somebody for seven years after school, right. about seven years, six years. Um, and there was this opportunity for me to not have to worry. I had a paycheck coming in, mm-hmm. you know, I did my nine to five every day and I got to shoot some and I assisted mostly and did some things that I didn't really want to do, like mowing the grass and all sorts of weird <laughs> stuff. Like I was like, why am I doing this? You know, I went to yeah. photography school, but it gave me freedom and I didn't have that, that tie down to like the federal government and the IRS, you know, just yep. screwing me over constantly. And so uh, those personal projects kind of evolved at that point in time, but um, I, I, it's, re- it's been harder to keep them up, and it's been something I've had to be really disciplined about. But when he said that to me, it, it kind of ignited this, like, uh, no, you know, that's not going to happen to me. I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen Yeah, to, to the best of my ability. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and so far, I haven't, so it's good. That's amazing. So it hasn't fit at all. You're still doing personal projects. And still, still doing good. personal projects. They kind of taken a turn. I'm doing more of a video. Yes. I, I have. I have. Uh, so so now it's kind of turned into like, well, you know, I've I've created these these uh, these stories, these these visual still stories, f- photographic stories, these series. I love mm-hmm. series. If you go mm-hmm. to my site, you'll see a bunch of series of uh, different types of work. Um, but now it's like, well, no, you know, these series are stories. And it's like, okay, well, I'd like to write some stories. Yeah. Oh, and then, you know, what we need to do is we need to film these stories. Yes. And, um, and so that's kind of been my entry into how do I, how do I get into the film world? And that's, that's a whole nother thing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And that's when I think I saw, obviously, a movie coming out. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, fo- follow the matador. Right. We can talk about that a little bit, but I want to talk about like I want to talk about like how you transitioned from when you were working mm-hmm. to just being on your own. Right. I think that's a very everyone's trying to figure that out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a big leap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just there is no net. Yeah. And, um, and I didn't do like the savings I needed to do. Oh wow! And um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was a, it was a big risk. Uh, well, it kind of like feeds into the same idea of these personal investment projects. So like, um, I call them pips mm-hmm. for everybody listening out there. I like I like my pips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, it is um, it's a personal investment project or a personal investment production that one does for themselves. So we're constantly investing in our clientele or is in the in the business world. Our clientele is constantly investing in us. You're investing in your family. You're investing in your pets. You're investing in everything, and hopefully there's uh, re- you know that recuperation of investment that um, you're feeling that uh, within your personal life. Um, I don't think people invest in themselves enough. Right. And, or if they are investing in themselves, they're doing it. Um, well, I mean, any type of self-investment is a good self-investment. But if you're passionate about something, it's really important that you put that thing right up with everything else. It needs agree. to be a. It needs to be. It needs to have some priority. Yeah. And that takes a lot of. Uh, that takes just 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 kind of like blindly hitting buttons you know when you're like when you're on amazon and you're like i shouldn't really buy this and it's like well if i close my eyes and then it's like oh and then you like sleep better and it's like oh i did it and i took a risk and that feels good you you know that's you 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 trust in yourself enough that like something will come of that um so yeah i think i think personal investment Yes. is is critical and um when you venture out on your own it's all about personal investment um and i i was kind of lucky you know i had a situation where i i, I say i'm lucky but you know it, 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 i wouldn't say it was a um i was ready to go right and it was right. time for me to go right. I, I i needed to spread my wings so it was kind of a no-brainer um and i had seen people do it before me so I felt pretty confident, um, but but you know I did have to um, um, take that risk, and I think I think just kind of jumping in and doing as much pre-planning as possible, pre-production of anything, your pre-planning right. is extremely important. Yes, and then um, and then kind of laying out that business plan as best you can, and then having people that back you, you know, like people that are like fully supportive that you yep. can like reach out to, and that I think that that's really strong. Yes, it's really the network aspect. is super important in yeah. the community. So. This episode is brought to you by Zipster. If you need a website that stands out and is completely customizable, then make it easy and fast. Get yours with no setup fee at zipster.com slash free pizza. And back to the episode. Awesome. So let's dive into your, what do you do now? Obviously, you do weddings, you do film yeah. stuff, you do portraits, you work for uh, uh, catalogs and all that. So, yeah, yeah tell us um, how, just tell us what you're working on now. So, um, my work um varies across a lot of different platforms um i i do everything from commercial work um to portraiture uh well i don't really like babies <laughs> I, I don't know for some reason they've kind of wigged me out a little bit yeah. but uh uh god my my best friend's gonna hear this i'm the godparent of his first daughter he's gonna hate me for that <laughs> um but the baby's gonna wig i can't 
I'll do anything. You right. know what I mean? Like, I'll do anything to, to keep it afloat, to keep the dream afloat. Right, right, right. Um, I think going to, when I was in school, it was this idea of like, man, I'm going to graduate from this program and I'm going to be shooting Toyota commercials or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's a very romantic idea and it's great, man. You're shooting for the stars. Uh, but when I graduated, I quickly realized it was like, I needed to make money. Right. And so I started uh, shooting weddings. And um, that that that's not necessarily like um, a lot of people in the photography community kind of, uh, or at least people that are in the commercial photography community kind of look down upon that to a degree. Really? Yeah. And, and I, you know, I can't, I don't really understand why. I think it's kind of like a lot of people think it's below them. And um, to be honest, here's my two cents on the whole matter. Okay. Um, out of everything that I have shot, weddings are by far the most challenging and if you're trying to like sharpen a knife man you want to really you need something that's really gonna uh grade the hell out of it you know and so weddings have prepared me for a lot of the work i'm doing now in terms of the um the emotional demand during wedding i mean you're 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 talking about being around people during one of the most emotional days of their life and you're sitting there and you're directing it but you're not only directing it it's not something that you've had any really time to pre-produce so like a commercial job i can pre-produce the hell out of it and i can show up and i i know where things are going to go i know where lights are going to go i got it all my head i got the ratios in my head i got i know where my team needs to be um with weddings, it's like you show up and it's like it's just a complete yeah, shit show. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's all over the place. Yeah, and um, it's your job to keep this demeanor, but then all along utilize the technical aspects that you've learned, the technical education that you've gathered over the years to make sure you're producing high end, you know, editorial, commercial looking, fine art wedding photography or whatever type of wedding photography you're into um, for your client. And so I've I found that to be one of the I. The work that I do in weddings, a lot of times, like I find, I can see it kind of um, uh, feeding and making my work in other scenarios in terms of producing and directing and all that stronger. Right. And so, you know, don't throw a stick at it. Uh, you gotta, you gotta. Um, if you really want to be good at a craft, you need to explore that craft fully. Yep. And um, and I, since then, I've kind of fallen in love with him. Uh, fall in love with weddings. I think they're really cool. I think they kind of keep me a little bit sharp. Um, and uh, it's a nice break from um, uh, everything else. It's just something new, kind of fresh. Um, but uh, so, but yeah, but that and um, commercial work. Commercial work is the other side of my what I'm doing right now a lot of. And yeah. that is uh, um, catalog work and then, you know, doing uh, video interviews. Um, but the thing I'm most excited about is kind of uh writing and uh creating for uh more conceptual pieces for uh other artists so uh musicians will reach out to me and um uh you know ask me that you know they like the style of my work and i'll collaborate with them and create something uh of consequence for them and um that's a really cool experience to work with another creative Musicians can be super opinionated, so it can be, it can be. <laughs> yes, Jacob wouldn't. Yeah. Jacob knows that very well. Yeah, it, it can be a little bit of a, um, but uh, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, and um, but but I enjoy that. I enjoy, because um, having a music background also, and coming from a you know my family, uh, my dad plays music, and uh, that that's 
a kind of a nice blend. You know, I kind of gave up that music aspect, you know, studying classical guitar as a kid and stuff for the visual aspects. And yeah. now kind of trying to blend them and trying to find some uh, an equilibrium between the two is really fun and interesting. That's awesome. I've never yeah. heard of anyone doing that before. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but then, like I said, also writing, you know, um, short films. Right now, I'm trying to work on a feature. And, yeah, it's just uh, about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. I definitely want to come see that. Yeah, so the short film is Fall of the Matador. Um, and Fall of the Matador, the best way, uh, people are like, man, you need to, like, perfect your pitch. And I'm like, shit, I don't know. What <laughs> um, so here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. Fall of the Matador is uh, a, a a film a based in uh, modern day about a matador struggling with the historical and emotional aspects of his craft um and uh through the story some of these emotional um issues that he's dealing with in terms of the violence and kind of being born into this um kind of start uh showcasing themselves um uh, physically um in his health Mm -hmm. and um he goes through this traumatic experience and um yeah, I would call it a uh, a, a tragedy piece. Yeah, right. Um, but I find it really interesting, the whole idea of... I don't know a ton about... I've never been to Spain. Um, I, I don't... I've never met a matador. Um, <laughs> I don't, I've only seen bulls in, like, rodeos in, like, Oak Ridge, North Carolina. Right, right. You know, so like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm the farthest... Well, not the farthest. Really, yeah, not the farthest. But, you know, I'm, like... I'm, but I'm, I don't really know a ton about it, so there was a lot of research. And there's a lot of history there. I mean, it takes back thousands and thousands oh, of years. Yeah, it's very cool. And um, so I find it really interesting, and it's a very polarized subject. People either are really for it or they're really against it. Right. And I've kind of found myself in the middle of the road. I think that there's some things that have historical significance that are, you know, P, you know, whatever. Peter's going to hate me, and I'm sure some people will dislike what I'm going to say. But I think, I, I think that, you know, you have to, if you want to be diplomatic about it, I, I've kind of painted this situation in a more diplomatic um, uh, place, um, trying to not be kind of partisan to one or the other. Right. And uh, so that, that exploration has been really interesting. And it's kind of introduced me to a lot of people as well. But, yeah, we pulled out the stops and had a great team come on. Um, and it was my first kind of director's debut, like writing, producing, directing. And um, that was, man, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. That happened earlier this, well, in 2017 in March. And uh, I think we're, we're set to debut hopefully here in about a month or so. Where is that debut? So I think we're going to be doing hopefully uh, a premiere at Aperture um, in Winston, and then um, uh, then it'll be entered into a circuit of film festivals. Um, yeah, um, you can That's buy awesome. it on DVD at your local Blockbuster. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He threw in the Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. No one remembers Blockbuster. Family yeah. video still yeah. around. Though. Hollywood video. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, we're, it's, I'm trying to do it right. This, this, it's amazing how much work goes into the promotion aspect. And that's something I didn't do a ton of work on. And now it's kind of like biting me a little bit like, wow, you know, because originally I looked at it again as a personal project. And the more people I kind of started showing it to, they're like, wow, it says legs. You need to, you need to show it. You need to get it out there. You need to enter it into some stuff. 
I don't feel like I've spent the time and energy and finances into this project that it's worth kind of going that extra mile, and I'm hoping it pays off. You definitely Cause, will. Uh, and, and, and now it, now I'm looking into, during this writing process for this next piece, um, I'm, I'm looking into you know how to really kind of manage the funding a little right. bit better because I, I funded the first one all my own. I was going to ask you, was this funded by any backing or is it all you? It was all me. And that was oh difficult. And uh, I got married the same year. so Oh, God. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but your wife that's why like... I'm wearing overalls with no shirt, everyone. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing that right now. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's but that's wild. That's insane. That's just diving into the unknown. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, I'm definitely going to be there, hopefully. Now, is this your first? It was my first, first. So I've done like some music videos that I got to explore. Um, working with other creatives but it was my first it was interesting because I had this like you know, it's like there's one thing to like have the idea in your head but then when you want it when, when it's like when you I didn't I, literally I showed up I was so nervous and um, we were shooting at O. Henry Hotel the first day in one of their suites and everything was in order everything was in place but man I was just like sweating through my shirt oh gosh and, um, and then it came time it was like alright well you know, I was like, all right, well, I need to give the actor some direction. And I was like, I don't really, you know, like, like you can see it in your head, but then like, it, it's this whole aspect of verbalization. Um, and translating and it, from like your head to them. Yeah. And translating from your head to them. And then in, in, in a, in a really non-intrusive manner to where they pick it up and run with it. It's this, it's like this baton act, you know, you run up to them while they're running. Yeah. And they take it and they kind of make it their own. Make it their own, exactly. And that's really important because you don't want to be, it's this fine line. I don't want him, I find that happens a lot even within still imagery. It's like when I'm photographing somebody, it's the second that I stop posing them and I let them be for a second. Yep. Or if, I, if I'm photographing them and I'm saying, that's great. And all of a sudden they go, okay, cool. And they relax. And that, that one moment and they relax, it's like, that's when I hit the shutter. That's when the moment happens. Because yep. all of a sudden it's like, they they become alive. Yep, and themselves. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with, with, with at least that's what I think. I, that's all I know thus, thus for far. Film. For yeah. film. Yeah, obviously you, you, you probably have a lot more you're going to come out with and you'll kind of learn a lot as you go. But uh, the teaser is out, right? There is a teaser. There is. Uh, there are stills. Um, we have stills, a, that's what I saw. Right, okay. there's, there's stills on my site. Um, and then, um, yeah, worked with a, 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 an amazing guy, Kyle Messina. Um, he's, he's based out of uh, Raleigh. And uh, him and his group of guys, um, uh, Tetris Boys, um, and Summit, <laughs> nice. yeah, and Summit Collective. They're all, I mean, they're all young and just like hungry and just they're killing it. And it's really, really impressive to see that type of creativity. So I was really fortunate to have him on, and uh, Aaron Bittikoffer, who's uh, who did sound, and um, they just they they, you know, getting it back and having someone edit it and really trying to go the whole nine yards with it. Right. It's been really beneficial. That is amazing, and definitely been look up that for that guys. I'm going to watch it for sure. Yeah, trailer will come out in hopefully uh, about three weeks, and then three weeks, 
and then it'll be all out here in about a month and a half. I'm hopefully, stoked. I'm hoping for an Easter debut because there's some yeah. contrasting oh, yeah. elements with it being Easter. Oh, yeah. and you know the rebirth, and then obviously there's some there's a tragedy here. So it's oh, yeah, yeah. Griffin's trying to hurt some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like that. I like that yeah, contrasting. That's good, though. I like yeah, that. I mean, make it comfortable a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Yeah. Cool. So obviously you're doing the films and photos and commercial work uh what's you have planned for the future what's like an end goal uh in, in yeah end goal is um i love i love the idea of commercials um um i, I love the idea of doing more creative stuff with music videos um the clients i have right now are amazing so I, i'm 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 in a, a a nice spot with the clientele that i have um but I definitely want to maybe try to find a way to concentrate more on writing yeah. and getting that funding mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and working with bigger and better teams um, that, uh, that can kind of uh, help actualize my, my ideas. Because there's only, you know, a lot of the personal work that I've done up to now, it's something that I've been able to produce and I've been able to create and um, I've been able to pull in the assets and, uh, and it's easier with stills for that in that regard. Now, film is a completely different, you know, thing. I mean, yeah. people work for hours on end, days on end on a single shot, and uh, so sure. I'm not used to that. You know, if, uh, on the commercial side of my work, it's like, man, we achieve six, seven scenes a day, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and that's more than a lot of people I think are doing. Uh, but I like to deliver as much as I possibly can uh, within that day period, but. It's really interesting to go from that and then kind of shut it off. So, um, taking more time to write, I think. And I never really saw myself as doing that, but um, I, I feel like the ideas I have are so have some clout, and so I'd like to see them kind of expressed. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, I look forward to seeing all that. Appreciate it. You know, I'll definitely keep it up. Thanks, man. Get out on you. And I'm starting to see whatever you do in the future. Thanks, man. Um, so yeah, so give us some advice or some delicious some advice on. Um, um, achieving their dreams and what they should be doing, you know that. Uh, taking chances. Yeah. Uh, just um, yeah. I mean, like the second you get a thought, go ahead and make moves on it. Go ahead and like put one foot in the concrete and let it dry. Yeah. And that way you can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a good way you know to say I mean? that. Because because yeah. if you think way too hard, and I, I do this all the time. Like I have a project that I'm working on right now, um, and. Uh, I'm I'm fully uh, I'm I'm doing a lot of the funding for it, and and part part of the time I sit there and like at night and I'm like, you know, I'm just sitting there thinking about you know finances and taxes and all this stuff that can just drag you down and drag you along and you're just a follower and you're just in the mud and uh, I I I hate that so every time that I, I if I'm inspired about something it's time to like I need to pull triggers. Right. And make it a make some leeway in it that will, you know concrete that stuff out and and don't hesitate. Um, I think that that's a really big thing. the chances taking chances. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's the biggest one that I've learned. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've definitely done that obviously by us hearing your story. You've definitely took leaps. Yeah, so, and that's been very beneficial to what we're at now. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 worked out. Um, I mean, you got to make sure you have things in order. I, I would say that having, a, I mean, if you're in the visual arts, having a strong portfolio and having a strong business plan, 
Uh, and you know that same line that everybody would use back in the day, which was like, have a, uh, um, what is it, a long-term goal, a mid-term goal, and a short-term goal. Mm. That's that's really important, I think. Yeah. Um, one of one of my favorite artists that I really look up to. I mean, he doesn't know me from Adam, but I'm always constant commenting on his Instagram constantly, like, "Give me a shout!" You know, <laughs> it's not give me a shout. He just did a Super Bowl commercial. It was Nabil Elderkin, and I got turned on to him from a friend that I went to school with. But uh, I just find his work really kind of. Um, I think he, he he he. I think he's one of these people that has is kind of gone that same route, where he's just not kind of given you know shit about it and right. just said like you know i'm gonna i'm going to create something here and here and here and here and i'm not going to let uh really what the big one is is just you know letting money become an issue yeah and because yeah, uh, exactly. there are so there are so many ways of like creating something without um you i mean there there are amazing short films out there that are just you know it, it's all about story or amazing photo shoots you can do um using materials that are relatively cheap i give this talk to these students yesterday at um, the school I went to, and um, um, I, I was using this sheet plastic. It was just uh, 0.3 millimeter sheet plastic, really thin sheet plastic, almost you know skin-like to the touch. And I had these fans, and I had this sheet plastic all over this place. These huge panels of sheet plastic, and it just created this environment. But that sheet plastic costed me, you know, nine dollars. But the amount of production value that it it, it uh, increased, it, it allowed, you know, um, really really helped. So thinking outside of the box a lot, and also doing your homework on other art, you know, like um, Jean Claude. Um, you know, their, their, um, him and his wife, um, their, their art installations that they've been doing, um, since the sixties, those are a really big, um, um, uh, inspiration to me and, uh, you know, doing your homework and kind of getting inspired by other people and what some of the things that they're kind of bringing in and then deciphering when you're looking at their work saying like, Hey, where's the production value coming from here? You know, um, uh, that's doing your homework yeah. and then you're able to pull some of those ideas and I mean not copying but like taking those ideas and then running with them yeah. you know Picasso I would always say is you know all art is stolen art and, yeah it's very true it's yeah. very true you know, we all stand on the shoulders and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. as long as you're not verbatim yeah you know, do, do your work Dude, yeah, that's perfect advice. Thanks, man. I love the concrete uh, comparison made with you. Yeah, not looking back. That's gonna, yeah. that's gonna stick with me like forever. <laughs> I like analogies. Yeah. <laughs> they <Cool>. help me. <laughs> so super quick, because uh, I want to. Um, yeah, five minutes. Um, so what has when it comes to your marketing yourself, what has been probably the best tool as far as getting clients and uh, all that kind of stuff? Uh, people relationships. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, not looking at your clients in a manner of client yeah you know look at them as people as friends you know create friendships with people yeah capitalism is interesting i i have some faux pas i i think capitalism has some faux pas i think i think majority of people listeners you guys have probably would agree with that um it's a it's a it's a structure that is a that encourages a little bit more of a top-down money-hungry approach yeah. And um, I think there are some issues with it. And, um, man, I benefit from it, you know. I think we all do to a degree, but I also think we're, you know, 
Well, that's a different conversation. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think with 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 the people that I've worked with, you know, creating lasting relationships as friends first and foremost is is probably the best advice I could give on that. Right. Um, and, and and treating them as friends, you know, like you know when they have birthdays, man, you know, give them something. Oh um, no, yeah. Yeah, I mean they're they're. Um, if if you're doing work for them and they're paying you, um, then uh, it, it's not necessarily about that. Your your relationship with them should be first and foremost. Exactly. And um, so I I don't and not and not pinning them to the floor. You know, if something goes a little bit over, you know, you're fortunate. And um, uh, if you want that to be a lasting relationship, don't don't rub dirt in the eyes. Yeah. And don't don't be this nit picky you know it is business so it makes sense and you know you should you should do business properly but um be kind yes and um yes uh yeah and and just you know networking like getting out there and knowing as many people when i when i was in school and when i was out of school i got the opportunity to assist for a lot of people and so there was this opportunity that kind of arose that I didn't realize what the opportunity was. But it, when you're assisting, all of a sudden you're working with a lot of people. You're getting to see a lot of different workflows, a lot of different ways of managing light and teams and production and what have you. That's so beneficial in any 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 realm. You know, the more people you're kind of surrounding yourself with, and being a business owner, it's like I have like seven, eight people that I will pull on for jobs now, and I don't assist anymore. And so. I kind of feel like I've kind of fallen into the dark a little bit. Like, I wonder how other people are doing it or what are some other workflows that are taking place that could kind of revolutionize my process. And so trying to stay relevant in that sense and networking and getting out there and talking to people in your field or in any field, uh, I think is really, really important. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that because there are a lot of great creatives in the world and I think they're Thing that keeps you afloat now is your character. I mean, that's it. Really yeah. Is. And I'm glad you said be kind and, you know, network and, you know, birthdays, you know, give them something. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's really going to keep people coming back to you. Yeah. So. I think people look at it and they're like, man, I cannot wait to get that check in the mail. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, and that's, man, I'm not going to say that it's not great. I, I love getting checks in the mail too. But, but, uh, gratitude and appreciation, I mm-hmm. think, way overpowers that. And I yeah. think you'll, people will see that, you know, um, hopefully the the whatever the money thing is it increases with more gratitude more kindness and more um, collaboration yes amongst creatives definitely agree yeah perfect so good thank you so much for coming here it's really really I've learned a lot I'm and you know, Pre- just appreciate the best it, part of this <laughs> thanks yeah, tell us where uh, we can find you on the internet uh, yeah you can find me um, uh, you can just my, my main site which is uh, Griffin Hart Davis dot com yeah. and uh heart is h-a-r-t and griffin is not with an e-n damn it e-n people Who does spell e-n? man i don't know oh, yeah. Tons really? of people, yeah people spell with an e-n it. i don't get it now it's griffinheartdavis.com and then um uh yeah and you can you can see all my instagram stuff there as well yeah. you can kind of get to the, all the all the different platforms all the videos, um, and all that too, right? yeah cool. and then uh weddings uh uh, for all you folks out there who uh, love birds getting married, uh, it's griffindavisphoto.com. So yes. it's two different. I try to keep the two platforms separate just for um, a lot of the, the weirder stuff that I do. I don't know if my, there's a lot of surprise from people. You know, if it was all in one place, I'd be like, oh, click, 
<laughs> you know, like, I'm leaving. <laughs> but perfect, perfect. Yeah, definitely check him out, people. And for someone who's been on set with Griffin before, he is a pleasure to work with. Thanks, um, He's amazing. Um, but yes, definitely check him out. And uh, yes, stay tuned for more interviews. And goodbye. Free pizza. Also, check out the Fall of Matador. Oh, yeah, yes. Fall of His movie uh, trailer out in a few weeks. Yep. Yep, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, trailer out hopefully in a few weeks. Yes. I say that and it'll be like, a it'll be year. like August. <laughs> but either way, keep a lookout for that. And um, yes, we'll see you at one minute in the aperture. Yeah, man. Cool. Thanks. Bye.